Hey there, it's me, Denise Lee, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast, where we help improve your mindset and your money. And in today's episode, this is a really fun episode for me because I get interviewed, yeah, I get interviewed about just who I am, what I do, my philosophy about not just creating content, but just showing up and just being the most authentic version. This is a really good episode for those of you who are just kind of figuring out, like, how do I start content? Where do I go for support? What's my philosophy mean Denise it's philosophy about how to create content that's most authentic for you well stay tuned you're going to get all of this coming to you after this short break Well, before I dive into that, I just want to thank you, Sebastian, so much for the invitation. I definitely do not take this for granted. I know that you could go through so many other people online. So I just want to appreciate uh, that before we do anything else. So thank you very much. So let me talk a little bit about myself. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Denise Lee. And my technical uh, title, I've got, I throw on Tons of different hats depending on who I, who you come, where you find me, or where you, um, where we cross paths. But technically, I am a business coach on LinkedIn. I may be known as a content strategy wizard. I am basically a good kick in the butt for those of you who are just looking to just showcase the most authentic and vivacious part of who you are online. Uh, That being said, my core essence, my reason for being is just to basically help people feel great about who they are and show that to the world. That is, I couldn't put it better. In fact, I have one word for you to describe you. And I would say the word is unapologetical. You do not apologize for who you are, no matter who you've rubbed um, the wrong way. And I think it's important for, for us to hear these days because they're so stuck in seeking permissions, so stuck in waiting for someone to come along um, to rescue us and stuff like that, that we, 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 we don't do the things we're supposed to do. We don't do the things that we need to do to get to our dreams. But you come in, and there's many times I come across you on different touch points unwittingly, and your voice comes through, whatever noise it is, because there's so much noise these days, and it just hits me smack across the head like, like, like a like a blow, and I was like, whoa, wait, wait, what? Oh, wait, that's familiar. Let me check. Oh, it's her. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so why you know, do you do so, that? It's so funny you say that because for like us biologically from like our caveman days, we were designed to conform, right? Because like if we, the pack was protecting us from the saber-toothed tigers and the lions and all the scary things and we all kind of huddled in the masses and communicated with each other at the pack to help us avoid danger, right? And even though it's 2021, right? And we're away from all that wildebeest tribal type of stuff. Like we're, we're not in like the wilderness we biologically have that wilderness mindset still like locked tight into us. And that's why people are so afraid of reaching out and being unapologetic and being like more like authentic with themselves because they are afraid of stepping out of the box, stepping out of what everybody else is doing. And so if you understand like, okay, my biology is telling me this, but that's not how I win in life, then your mindset shifts and thinks, okay, now that I know that everyone's afraid, how can I lean into my fear and come out ahead by doing things that no one else is, is even considering doing? 
this is really refreshing because on social media, as we know these days, it's all about the algorithm forming that you, all about you, the yes men community around you. Because if they don't, either the algorithm takes them away or the brave few ones, it comes true somehow. And each, everyone just shut them down because they have a different voice. And either the speaker, the room owner, or the community itself, no, you can't say this. This is not right. This is not what we're here for. And they get pushed out either organically or ungraciously. But you come in and I've seen you now. So you stand up for who you are on one side. And then you speak up for the little voices too. And some of them are your, are your are people of your community and some of them are not even your people of your community, but you find them and somehow you have this way of seeing through them and seeing through the noise and you know if they are for real and they're not. And you put your voice to them, you lend your voice to them and that is really empowering. What, what, what motivates you to do such things these days? You know, there's a lot of reasons behind that beyond what we can cover in 40 minutes. <laughs> but I'll say this, like, you know, I grew up in a very traumatic environment. Like I was abused sexually, physically, emotionally, like you name it. I was put in foster care. I felt like no one could hear me. I felt trapped and afraid like all the time. And I realized like through lots of therapy and lots of support that in order for me to come out of that box, in order for me to heal from all the stuff that happened in my childhood and my twenties and all that stuff, I needed to just keep talking, like keep talking and keep sharing. Like the actual path to healing is through communication. So if anything, I'm healing through our interaction right now. And that's what keeps me going is because I'm always in pursuit of healing and growing and sharing and community. That is amazing that you say that because it's actually a scientifically proven thing that when you talk about something, you're actually relieving the traumatic stress itself, one thing. And if you're moving forward at the same time, so with a little bit of movement or your eyes is moving at the same time, you're actually getting over the trauma because you're making it light of it. So your body is physically and mentally able to move on from it. And not many people dare to do this because I'm looking at people like Mal Robbins, for example, huge, huge, huge character, huge leader. Also in your face, unapologetic. I say what I want to say. If you want to follow me, go ahead. If you don't, hey, no, no worries. And same thing. We've, they've all been abused at one time or the other. They've all found their voice and they understood that by not speaking up, by not shining a light on the topic itself, they are hurting themselves more. And it, they drag on for years before they actually start therapy of any sorts. And, and so you advocate for speaking up, speak up your voice. Now, how do, you, how do you do that on a daily basis for people who, who are so afraid they don't even to show up for themselves? Well, I, I mean, I, I take the own medicine that I make, right? Like, for example, I think about one of my courses that I have on my website, like uh, denisegeely.com like I, it's amazing attitude and it's like a 21 day program of just talking affirmations journaling prompts healing self-discovery like i'm taking the same medicine that i'm dispensing out in order for me to grow i actually work through every day every fear and insecurity and just things that keep me clogged up right and i release it out instead of holding it tight i release it and that keeps me healed, that keeps me focused, that keeps me motivated. Everything that I do is a reflection of how I heal. So you would say just sharing your journey and helping people who have been through what you've been through 
and you can very clearly show the results because you embody it. And I think no one else can better show the results of your program or your course or your masterclass than you yourself. Yeah, I mean, I am my brand. I never forget, Sebastian, I'll never forget. This was one of my first coaches I had. And I was like, I was telling her, her name was Sarah. I was like, Sarah, like, how do I like really branch myself out? Like, how do I like compete? And she with the deadpan face, she said, you have no competition because there's only one you. Wow. And I was like, whoa, that was like, at the time, like that was like earth shattering in my mind. Then I came to find out Tony Robbins and a whole bunch of other people said that same stuff. But whatever, the point is, it was mind shattering for me because I thought, how can I compete? And then I realized the only way I can compete is just leaning in full throttle, 100% Denise, no apologies. Ooh, I like that. That's a very, very, very good um the slogan for yourself. I never see that, but what I saw was this. So I come from the branding side. So my, my job is to brand. Everything that goes out of the company goes through me. So I know it's standard. It goes to the right color. It has the same message. It doesn't speak about things that we don't speak about or we should speak about, but we don't we forget about it. So it all goes through me. You have very interesting touch points because I found you separate on separate occasions through LinkedIn. Came across your podcast without knowing it. Um, because I heard, I heard it somewhere and I was like, whoa, this, girl, this, lady, this lady has a message in there. And then came across you on one or two other touch points through other people. And I was like, wait, wait, it can't be the same person because you look so different. And from a branding perspective, we advise against that. We want the same consistent look so that people can <laughs> recognize you. But then I studied you a little bit and your branding and your, your, your branding strategy there. And I was like, you know what? She has a, she has a point to it because... We attract different people, different character, different persona, different avatar attracts different people. Some people need a brave, strong, Amazonian leader. And some don't want that. I want someone to lead from my level who gets me. You know, so you have these different views like your your coach, your business coach, um, Flavia, totally different. Your posture. I'm sitting here, I'm waiting for you, come to me when you're ready. Um, and and your know, podcast, standing straight up, looking up in the face of the, the photographer, being like, listen, I have a message, listen to me. And it goes along with your podcast, the, the theme of your podcast, because you're like, you range from like being super sincere, authentic, and such a low voice, like, you know, I'm here to help. And sometimes you, you have one, one in the middle of, of those, you come up with like, hey, raw. I need to hear you roar because, and this is the words that stick in my head. If you have a friend who is in trouble and, and need the medicine, wouldn't you, wouldn't you bring the friend? Wouldn't you bring, bring to your friend? Wouldn't you bring your friend to the doctor and get the help that we need? And I was like, oh, yeah. If I think of it that way, if I think of my services and my work and business that way, instead of thinking, how am I going to sell to the person? I'm going to sell to this person. I'm, going to sell. I'm not selling. I'm just saying, okay, I think I, I see what you need. I know she has it, or he has it, or I have it. I just well, let's, let's dissect this. There's a lot that, like you said, I want to unpack. There's there's two things. Like, there's the branding, and then yeah. let's talk about, like, who we want to attract, right? Yes. Now, here's the thing. I've got lots of clients, lots of different industries, right? I tell all my clients who are, um, you know, starting out, until you get your footing straight, get consistent with your colors, your brand identity, like just like we could sit here and talk all day about that, right? There comes a point 
where you want to be known for something that's beyond colors and themes and ideas. Like that my thing is fun, cool truth, right? Like that's my brand. So I'm going to come off of left field with all sorts of stuff, right? But it's going to be funny. It's going to be informative and it's going to be honest. That's my brand. Those are my colors. Those are my cloak, right? Like right down to like the way I dress. I'm, I'm showcasing the real version of me and it's not in a stiff color uniform. Like, yeah, my color, if you go on my website, it's yellow, right? You know, you go and you see other things as blue and black and whatever. Like those are the colors that I love to use. Right. But that's not really me. That's just kind of some colors that I adopt. Like, for example, I love using yellow. If you look at me on LinkedIn, it's yellow. It's yellow for a reason because it's bright and it's fun. It's creative. It's energetic. Right. So there's a, there's a lot of thought that goes behind it. I didn't just show up and go like, I just want to be yellow. Like it didn't work that right. The same thing goes for like your brand identity. Your brand identity has to really hit core of who you are. Now let's pivot and talk about like, like who we want to attract. Now here's the thing. If I'm going to sit here and pretend to be like some upright stiff, you know, like trying to like appease the crowd. Right then I'm going to have a really miserable time with my clients. I'm going to have like a really bad time because I'm chill. Like I am this big, like as we're talking right now, I've got like aromatherapy going in the background. I'm like, I'm then out. Like I want to be chill. I want to be calm. I want to be cool. Right. Cause you're running your business is stressful, man. So you want to feel chill and relaxed, right? Cause we're having a serious conversation here. Right. So here's the thing, like you got to have your colors, you got to have all this stuff, but you have to have this formal identity that in like encompasses that, that vibe, the energy that you want to attract. I'm not, I'm not interested in attracting very stiff, rigid, upright people, but I'm going to be raw and I'm going to be honest and I'm going to be forthright because I know that I've been in the trenches. I know what I'm talking about. And it's not coming from a place of arrogance. It's coming from a place of love and concern because I don't want you stuck in a trap that I've been before. That is so powerful because your messages say nothing but the same thing throughout. It's the same thing. You, you take on feedback in your, in your, in your, on your comment feed. You're so fast on it. I can't even catch up with you guys. And, you accept people for who they are. You correct them if they're wrong. Or if you're in that situation, is wrong. It's not right. Like, I'm all about hashtags right now. And then you're showing me, like, what worked, what did not work. And you have proof for it. So it's easier for someone to, to, to understand that. And then there are other voices that promote something. But maybe they're not yet there yet at the end where they have all the social proof and all the evidence and all the, all the studies behind it. So they can't prove it. And then they get to a level where they fight for it. And after a while, they give up. They give up and they just shrink back and pull all the way back. Like we've seen, no mentions of any, any incidents, but just pull all the way back and they retreat and they get hurt. And how do you tell someone like that? You know, be at least brave. I'm sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry. It's okay. Be brave, but you know, like be yourself. Sorry. There we go. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I, there's an expression. I learned this in Twitter. It's called show your receipts. So if you're going to go on on social media and you're going to claim something, right? Show your evidence. Don't just like come off on the top and say, I believe blah, 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 right? Like, like, here's why I believe it. Here's my receipts. 
right? To prove alongside, like, I know what I'm talking about, right? A lot of people talk a lot of stuff on LinkedIn and social media, right? And I kind of ignore people unless they show their receipts. They show that they know what they're talking about. Like, I see a lot of people... I'll, I'll give us a perfect example because you've probably experienced this. The people who are listening this are, have experienced it where they come to you and they say, I'd like to help you. Here's an opt-in. Here, and they come in your inbox and they give you this resource. Now, here's the thing. If somebody is actually knowing what they're doing, they never go in your inbox. They, you go to them because they wow. you seek them, not the other way around. You are preaching everything that's opposite of what the market is telling us to do. The market is telling us to build funnels, build, build journeys, and you trap them with one email. If it doesn't work, give two emails. If it doesn't work, give five and give 10. They will reach your email after a while. I'm like, no, I would just delete them. And I would just block the hell out of you because like, I don't want to know your emails. I want to know you. So I try to connect to you. It was tough in the beginning, but you have this open passage that, you know, you can come in. Just don't disturb me. And you don't bother me either, but you let me observe you. And you know, other people are like, you want to come in? Sure. Give me your email address. Sure. Keep buying to this. Sure. Buying to that. But you don't do that. <laughs> well, look, look, let's not get twisted. You go into my inbox, you, you sign up to my list. I'm going to sell you something because I run a business. Okay. I'm just going to keep it very 100 transparent. And you, and you should do the exact same thing. Somebody opts in, you sell them stuff. What I'm talking about is having people come in because they are interested in you versus you trying to push yourself onto other people and they're not even interested nor are even inclined to want to buy your stuff. Yes. Right? The energy totally shifts. And I look, I tell people all the time, I'm the inbound marketing queen. Like I know how to get people into people's head and just start driving home certain ideas because that's basically what I, I was trained to do. I don't apologize for it. You don't have to apologize for it because you're doing it in such an authentic way. You're not doing it to just sell somebody things they don't need. It's your, I've studied a little bit. And so looking at your, the way you design your customer journey, you make them come to you and you weed out all those people that, you know, are not going to need your product at the end of the day. So by the time they come to you, they sign up for the email address. They're like, look, they will find you wherever you go. For example, like tomorrow, if your email account get, if your accounts on social media get deleted, I will find you. I know how to find you. I will find you. So it goes across all different channels and all the different rules that each channel has. Because everyone is so big about let's find the algorithm, let's beat the algorithm. But you know, you are promoting exact 180. Everyone's going to say, everyone's saying go niche or, or go broad, hit everybody. You're going to, no. Set up who you are. Let those people come to you who need you. You attract them because the voice, tone, the words you use, they, they, they get it and they come to you. See, you are indeed the inbound marketing queen. And, <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and it feels relaxing for me. It, there's no sweat off my butt. I just go... I go in my inbox, click, 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 you know, and I just do my thing. You know, I don't sit here stressing out with who likes me and I'm going to put out some stuff that's going to offend some people at some point. And you know what? That's by design. Because <laughs> if you're going to be easily offended, you're not going to 
be a customer. You're not going to be an advocate. You're not going to be in my community anyway. So I actually did us both a favor. True. But how do you, how do you tell people, how do you encourage the, the, the listeners then to be authentic and yet be able to sell and market themselves? Because we hear these two words so often these days, authentic, authentic, selling the heart. But what does it mean really? If you just could do, summarize it in a simple way that everybody can understand and, and pick it on and use it in their daily lives. If you could wake up and not care about what anybody thought, just, just did what your heart told you to do, what would you write? Wow. And just write that. What would you say? And just say that. What would you what would you do and then do that and and that's the and do that on loop all the time. That's what authenticity means. But what if you're at a time or even an environment where the majority of them are not yet there on the same level as you, and they tell you, no, you no, shut up, go away. What, what would you say? What would you do then? I mean, honestly, you get support, you get resources, you find someone who looks like they're in a path further from you, and you just sit under their tutelage and you listen. I sat under people and listened and took notes. I'm not going to sit here and lie to you and say that I woke up one day feeling fabulous and awesome and just started creating content. That's a freaking lie. I needed help to get me to where I am. That's really good. Right? To hear. I mean, like, I, you know, I just, I just want to say this and I don't want to offend anybody. Right. You cannot mimic me. Because I am off the chain in terms of where I'll go with my content. Don't try. Don't try. It's not going to work. What you can do is learn why I think the way I think and make your own roadmap. Having said this, let me just clarify. This is the lady who just took a video of TikTok. Just take it off. I don't even know there's music attached to it, but it was just... You saw a pair of hands taking a knife, cutting down a banana into a very square, nice, beautiful, long piece. And then the next scene was someone else just looking like, what the hell are you doing with that thing? Takes out a banana, peel it off, look at it, look at you square in the face and go like, that's it, two seconds. Why do you need like, the equipment and all the stuff and all the fluff around you? But this exactly, it's such a ra- lame and random video. But if you look deeper, that's you. Cut out the bullshit. Show me who you are. Show me, even just banana itself is like, show me who you are on the inside. Yeah, you know? I mean, I tell people all the time, I, look, if you want to spend all time and energy making your own video content, your own unique native content, like knock yourself out, right? I can spend five minutes on TikTok and download something and then make a video that goes viral. Like, the, because I don't really care about you seeing my face. I care about you digesting my message. So would you say one of your secrets to your success um, is actually just showing up, speaking your truth, and letting your tribe come to you? Yeah, that, that, that's pretty much what it is. Like my brand, as a coach, right? Maybe I might get to the level where I'm sitting like Grant Cardone wearing a sports jacket behind like a, a yacht or Maserati or whatever, talking about my bling bling, right? But right now in this season where I am, like it feels more comfortable for me to use other people as my vehicle to explain what the main message is for each content that I create. 
you might be. That's where I am right now in my in my content journey. Sometimes I'll meet myself. Sometimes I'll gift myself. Whatever. Like, but I don't really care necessarily that you see my face. That I care that you got a message that freaking blew your mind. And this is interesting because you may only be the second speaker so far. I have them all lined up, of course. Um, but I do pre-screen them, of course. But I'm seeing a pattern here. And the pattern so far, and you guys will take a look down the road to the other interviews, you'll see the first words that always come up in the beginning. So far, I've seen a pattern is fear, being afraid. And then somewhere down the road, we're coming out to now. Right now, what you're saying is... Um, don't listen to the world. Deep, deep. It comes from here. And the other one that I'm hearing is, is the commonalities. You're in there with your message to help people. You're not in there with your message to get people to buy into you. Just by simply showing up and helping people, that's your business model. And you showed it in all the people that I'm going to show you, you see that they all have running businesses and they're all doing good in life. They're not like struggling and, you know, on the street, but they, may, they might have been there one time, but they showed up. They finally agree with themselves and they let the energy flow. So do you think... Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean my attitude is like, if I'm being helpful, if I'm giving good content, if I'm being supportive, it doesn't matter if you become a customer today or tomorrow, or next year or whatever. Like you... <laughs> If you know I'm helping people and you know that I'm helpful, then at least you will tell your friends and they will tell their friends and my community will expand. Isn't that how social selling is all about? should stop thinking so short term. Yes. This is going to be big up on the title of of, of this this interview because everybody wants an instant hit, hit, hit. Like, what can I get out of this? They see for two seconds and they go like, what can you give me? What can I get out of you? And it comes to the point whereby when you come in and you say, what can I give you? People look at you like, so what do you want? What do you want in return? Are you going to charge me? I'm like, no, I, I'm saying I'm going to give you something. Yeah, but what do you want in return? Like, what, what, are, you, what are you asking for? I'm like, what? So. Well, you know, I mean, let's be honest. Okay, because I get, I get people emailing me daily about like, will you review my stuff or will you? And I just, I, I have my boundaries very clear. Like I'll give, I've got tons of resources. You can go on my website. You can go on, read an article. You can listen to my podcast, yada, yada, yada. I don't believe people will pay attention until they pay. That's just a fact of life. That's how we are as humans. I'll just repeat that. They don't pay attention until they pay. They don't value something until like they actually make the exchange of money. That being said, that being said, does that mean that we can't be helpful in terms of giving out our knowledge and resources online to the masses? Like that's totally cool. Right. But in in terms of like one-on-one individual attention, you need to, everybody who's listening, right. Hear me what I have to say. You need to value and respect yourself to properly charge for what your worth is. How Value do you tell? yourself. Like there's nothing wrong with joining the clubhouse meeting. There's nothing wrong with like, you know, writing a post and sharing some ideas and resources. Like nothing wrong with that. That's to the masses. But if somebody's asking you like, look, let me help me with my blah, blah, blah. Right? Like, no. Refer them to your resources. No. Value yourself. This is awesome because 
you give them, you should give them, you should giving them value, you're adding on to your lives, but you're also letting them know that if they want more, they can come to you at any time. And you're there. So thank you very much for your time. We're coming down to the last bit of it. And I do this with every single one of um, the people I interview. Um, I have three sentences, the beginning of sentence. And when I say it, you can just continue where you want to go with it. There's no limitations. There's no right. There's no wrong. It's just basically to let us know at this point in time in your life, who you are and what you stand for. Okay? So let's go. I am... Uh, um, I am unique, you know, I am brave, I am unapologetic. Good. I believe. I believe that people are meant here for a purpose. Uh, I believe we're all here to serve. And I believe that there is more than meets the surface as to what we currently see right now in this world. True. I hope. Um, I hope that everyone that's listening that knows that they have so much power and potential if they're only brave enough to tap it. And here you hear it first from conversations with the heroes in our lives. Thank you, Denise. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you. I'm really... Um, Really uh, appreciative of the time that we have with, with one another today. So, it's my absolute pleasure. Thank you. Thank you.